everybody. Welcome to the Frankcast. We are here to talk about our favorite show, The Nanny. And we're talking about three episodes. We're nearing the end of season two. It's very fun. And I'm film critic Rachel Wagner. And Larry's here. Hello. Yes, and Colleen is here. Hello. All right. So let's just dive into these three episodes. Uh, let's start with what the butler sang. And so this episode, we get our pretty much our our lone uh, introduction lone sighting of Fran's sister Nadine we have one other episode in season four where she's shown as a teenager in a flashback sequence we get Nadine but as far as as an adult this is her only only uh view of uh of Nadine uh and Nadine is, is split from her husband they are uh, having a fight and so she ends up working for mr sheffield for a backers meeting uh, that niles is singing for and uh she ends up trying to woo maxwell with her food and other charms and yeah what did you overall think of this episode larry Meh yeah <laughs> uh not my favorite uh you know all, every friend or the nanny episode has its moments but yeah not my favorite yeah do you agree Colleen? yeah i do um i didn't care for the sister um yeah. but i did like the singing was funny the niles part was funny the rest of it was kind of eh. yeah i i said to you guys that i had one of these episodes i didn't care for and it's this episode i'm glad that we only got this one yeah. view of nadine i don't think with it's a loss for the show no. i i found her pretty irritating and it's just <laughs> it really wasn't a very i don't even have very many notes it wasn't a very funny episode i don't think and yeah it's pretty low for me this one yeah i just uh I don't know. It was all just too much. Like everything about this episode was just too much mm -hmm. from the sister and her dynamic with Fran was just too much. The, Oh gosh, that mm -hmm. scene with her husband at the end was way too much for me. I was like, oh. yeah. like it wasn't, I didn't find it funny. Like those no. jokes and that conversation. I just, I was like, Ooh, this is kind of cringy. <laughs> this is awkward and cringy and I don't yeah. like it. Uh, <laughs> And even some of the funnier moments, like some of the sight gags were fun, like them running around behind Niles. But the concept of it was still like, oh, this is still too much. But <laughs> Yeah. This is the first look we get at Mr. Sheffield's bedroom. So yes. that's, that's a... Which we see it quite, often in this quite set. masculine and dark and pretty much what I would expect. Yeah, know? it does feel very sort of English... Yeah. Uh, English manor house kind of uh, like cigar room kind of a feel yeah. like yeah. <laughs> of there. Her sister Nadine, which she has mentioned a number of times, even in the pilot, she mentions yeah. that she watched her sister's kids. And her husband has left her because he's tired of her cooking for everybody else, but not for him is kind of what we figure out at the end uh that uh he feels he doesn't feel like he gets her enough of her attention i guess uh and her name her married name is nadine cooperman is is there and uh so then we also like i said we also have this plot of niles 
stepping in and singing for uh for a when the singer drops out and the one thing i kind of like is you see cc uh not uh, supporting niles and you know like bringing him tea and so there's things like that because she has so much writing on the on the show and on the backers meeting and everything and i thought all of that was pretty fun yeah i mean especially because it's so in character you know it's not Mm -hmm. just some out of left field thing um it's you know it is something cc would do she'll put the the money before even her pride (laughs) yeah i i wish i could have figured out why fran's hand is bandaged like that did they give it did you hear an explanation she she said something um she says it like right at the beginning of the episode but I, I can't, I can't, I didn't write it down. So yeah. I can't remember what the reasoning was, but she does say something about like, look at my hand at the beginning of the episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. I don't think we actually got the reason, like what it was, like what happened to her hand. I have no idea. Yeah. She's just like, Hey, look, look what I can't help because I have this. So it must've been something that happened in real life, but mm-hmm, nothing yeah. I saw on that. None of the trivia or whatever on the episode I could find had any kind of explanation about her hand. Mm-hmm. But that was kind of random. And so basically Nadine says to Fran, says, Oh, are you involved with Mr. Sheffield? And she's like, No, he's my boss. And he's like, Okay, then I'm gonna go after him. And so she starts cooking food for him and uh she shows up in his bedroom in a purple uh purple nightgown. <laughs> Purple. I don't know if that if that counts as lingerie. I don't know, but um, but and then Fran has the same one on, the same purple nightgown, and yeah, and she's bringing Mr. Sheffield a a a rack of lamb, and I I never, I guess it, it kind of rang flat because I don't feel like Mr. Sheffield's ever really been a food person. It's not like it's not like Sylvia. Yeah you know yeah like he's never really been even that interested in what niles was cooking i feel like right yeah unless it was for you know an event that's the only time he really says anything about you know yeah is when niles is making something to impress guests like with the uh with the a special diet yeah thing like him being concerned about that but i don't know it just it just doesn't seem like something that would be super tempting to show up with a rack of lamb in his room in the middle of the night i don't think that that's gonna work so i don't know it just kind of fell flat and uh, is that something people eat as a midnight snack because that's something i've ever had right i I mean that's the other thing is like why would you bring up a rack of lamb as like a you know late night thing you bring yeah. up like some dessert or something you know like that as some right. sexy like seductive yeah. thing not a rack of lamb i'm like what odd. and it looked weird i don't know it looked very fake yeah i mean it was even a serving for one person like yeah it was like I huge would think you'd want something i don't know like it's maybe chocolate dipped strawberries or something yeah. like that. Yes, yeah. exactly. I don't know. Yeah, it was very it was, weird. I did like the line when Niles whack passed and says, like, need an extra pillow, sir, when he sees <laughs> both of them in there. Yeah, that was cute. <laughs> yeah. 
that we're down to. Uh, and so Mr. Sheffield kind of makes Niles nervous before the uh, the backers audition, and uh, he says, uh, "You know, he says, this is these are the worst. Everybody's judging you." And but he Niles does a good job. He's got a good singing voice, Daniel Davis. Yeah, he does. Yeah, I thought he was great. Yeah. And that was another thing. I mean, I guess Cece said they didn't like his song that he selected. Um, so clearly they were just looking for something more fun because they liked the mess behind. But I was also like, I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess if you don't like the song, it doesn't really matter how good the singing is. But mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, it was I'm the Greatest uh, star from Funny Girl. Mm-hmm. So it's Barbara Streisand. <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, you see Barry and Nadine fighting behind the backers meeting, and they think it's a riot. They think it's really funny, and but they hated Niles' song. <laughs> Cece gets a lot of joy out of that, and uh, that's basically the episode. It really wasn't the uh, the best. Uh, you have Maggie and Grace fighting over Gracie uh, wearing Maggie's sweater. Uh, Let's see. This is what also there was so much like fingers and nose. Like, didn't was that how? I think that's how Mr. Sheffield was like pulling Fran at the end too, <laughs> behind there. Like mm-hmm. how they kept being like grabbing their sister by the nose, yeah. uh, and then that's how <laughs> Mr. Sheffield pulled Fran. Oh and yeah. He got mad. I don't know. It was a very weird. I was like, yeah. I understand the whole like, oh, we're the exact same sisters. But I was like, why is he pulling her like that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is true. Uh, I mean, yeah, I just was... thought Nadine on like twenty-five levels was just super presumptuous. Like, first of all. Why do you just run into some stranger's bedroom? I don't care if he hired you. He's a, you don't live there. You're a guest. You don't just do that. Yeah. And then the husband and her. Oh, I can stand that conversation. I agree with you, Larry. I just didn't care for either of the actors. I think that's a big part of it. Sorry to yeah. whoever they are. These are the two guest stars that I can't think. I can't think of anyone else so far in season one and two that I've liked less than these yeah. two people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even uh, Cloris Leachman as the nanny was my previous least favorite. Right. <laughs> uh, but she had some funny lines. And at least she, I don't know, she sold the character Leachman. better. Yeah, <laughs> like she brought her own actual, you know, goodness to right. bring something to that character. Whereas this, it was like, oh, I don't know. The acting may even be hurting the character. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, that end conversation, oh gosh, I... <laughs> really didn't like and i was like oh no i mean i did kind of like mr sheffield's rebuttal of like uh if we are talking about food which i hope to god we are um but yeah the conversation itself was like meh i liked fran fran had another like a couple decent lines uh when she comes into the room and she's like what there's always room for jello to her sister i just thought that was kind of a cute line yeah i liked it when she's eating the potpourri too that was sort of funny yeah when she- <laughs> Oh, no, you went a little heavy on the cinnamon now. Yeah. Yeah. Or when he's like uh, all grumpy and uh, talking about getting bad news this early in the morning, Mr. Sheffield and Niall says, well, why don't you, uh, why don't you stagger her work hours? Sir, oh yeah. That was a good one. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I liked that right. line. <laughs> uh, in the, as far as fashion, you have a, she was wearing a black and white leopard dress uh, with a red turtleneck 
black nylons, black boot, her black boots. And Maybe it would have been too much black, but why did she wear red? Why not just a black turtleneck with that? Right. Yeah, she really likes the black, black, white, red combo. She's done that a bunch. Like it was too oh much. I, I, I just really didn't like the red turtleneck with it. I thought it was like, oh, okay. It was, yeah. again, it's one of those spaghetti strip dresses with the turtleneck just doesn't work for me. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, maybe just really cold well, on set. And especially, the, here's, the, here's the, what the I don't understand. Wear a different kind, they, you know what? Then wear a regular jumper. That's how yeah. I feel. Like. Here's what I don't understand is if it's for modesty reasons, that dress is no more revealing, especially when you have the tights on underneath, mm -hmm. than that purple, like nighty that she has on later with the, right. pretty much the same exact deep cut and the tiny little spaghetti strap. So I'm like, uh, I don't know. What's the difference? Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> In terms um, of skin showing, they were exactly the same. And I don't know, the red turtleneck just didn't go. Yeah, I would have... If you were going to wear, I guess, a turtleneck, I, I think I would have done it with a white, but she does tend, I've seen her do that yeah, red, white, that and red. black quite a bit. It's interesting. Um, and then she wears the yellow robe with the white flowers, and that's when you see Nadine with the uh, green uh, version of that same robe. And then you see her with black turtlenecks with black pants and a gold striped vest. Uh, and do you see the uh, the the purple nightgown? Uh, and is I mean, is that more a slip or is that a negligee? Like what? I don't even know the proper is a nightgown. <laughs> I think it's a nightgown. A nightgown. A negligee okay. is the shorter version of it's it. It's shorter. Like, okay. Above your knees. All right. Yeah. <laughs> that means you got your education. <laughs> I know this is so important. <laughs> I'm, I, who knew I would need to know so much about fashion for this podcast? Um, and then the end, she has a pink cocktail dress on with uh, the back is black, but it has a black turtleneck underneath and black tights. Uh, and uh, so, yeah, it's nothing. Probably too... that gold one was my favorite, the like gold yeah. stripe thing. Uh -huh. I think it's just because of the turtlenecks on the dresses, because I didn't dislike either of the dresses. Yeah. I just like that pink one. I was like, and oh, we don't need the turtleneck again, but there it is. <laughs> yeah. uh, so I was like, eh, I don't mind the black turtleneck with this gold vest and pants. So, yeah. Well, all right. So, what score would you give this one out of 10? Uh, I would probably go with a five. Okay, and Colleen? Uh, I think a five is a good number for this one. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to give it a four. I think that's what Ooh. I gave them. I think that's what I, <laughs> I, think that's what I gave the Cloris Leachman one. And it's I very think... rare that Rachel is the lowest score. So this, yeah. is, this is a moment for us. She very rarely I goes know. as the lowest. Very lo I'm yeah. shocked. I know. I, I, I think it's the worst episode we reviewed. I I do. I, yes. I, that one had been my previously the Cloris Leachman <laughs> one had been my previous least favorite, and I think this is my this one takes the cake. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, switching over left turn, <laughs> hard left. <laughs> we have an episode I love called "A Kiss Is Just a Kiss." And in this episode, there is a kissing contest, which I didn't even know that was a thing. Uh, <laughs> there's a kissing contest with Billy Ray Cyrus, and the winner gets to be on his new album. And so Maggie is, you know, excited about it. She's nervous about it. She gets permission from, uh, from her dad, finally, after, after Fran kind of tricks him. And... 
Uh, and so, but then Fran ends up going and she ends up winning, but it turns out that she is only wins because she's the oldest, she's the older than the other entries. And uh, I love this episode. I think it's so good. And we'll talk about some of the reasons why, but Larry, what did you think? Yeah, so this is actually the middle episode for me. It's not my favorite of the three, personally, but mm-hmm. it's definitely better than the last one. Yeah. It's fun. I do have to agree with you. The idea, I don't know, what is this kissing contest and what are, like, kissing booths? It's just it's so gross to me. Yes. <laughs> like, the idea of just hundreds, possibly, of people lining up and you just have to kiss them. I don't yeah. know. It's weird I mean, I to me. I can't imagine Billy Ray. Now like, that we're all covid well, especially in the day of COVID, no <laughs> more kissing right. boots. No more kissing, period. Even <laughs> on your dates, you better have already been married. Those are the only ones you can kiss. Yeah. Yeah. This, this, so this episode has Fran and Maxwell's fourth kiss that they've had so far. And it's definitely the, the, the most, the steamiest kiss yeah. that they've had so far and i i just i love that and uh and yeah so she it starts out with uh with uh the opening scene is maggie's there with her new boyfriend named sean and uh maxwell thinks that sean is maggie at first and kisses her on the on the head and that was pretty funny i thought yeah he's kind of horrified like what and so he's him and sean are horrified at the idea of maggie participating in the kissing contest and then maggie says to to says under her the breath says oh you'll you'll work on him right mm-hmm. and so mr sheffield's like oh you'll work on me will you and then fran basically proceeds to work on him which i thought was really fun mm-hmm. yeah that was good <laughs> i'm not going to work work on you mr sheffield and she's like say goodbye to the dutch boy I, I oh, oh yeah that was, that was one of my the lines go take the dutch boy <laughs> yeah like one of my favorite lines yeah how about her saying she's having impure thoughts about judge ito what did you think oh of that? i know <laughs> that was very timely this must have been during I know. trial or after I, OJ, did we talk about this? When was OJ again? I think ninety uh, four. Yeah, it was right around when this okay. uh, was certainly when it was being I'll written. Yeah, because this is ninety five. Yeah, I was like, this okay. wasn't the first reference yeah. to OJ either. The acquittal was in ninety five. Okay. So, uh, yeah, this uh, one aired in ninety five. So yeah. this was right when the trial was going on, okay. uh, and yeah, she had impure thoughts about Judge and i love it when fran gets kind of uh, i don't know fed up with mr shuffle she's, she's like you're such a man sometimes i love it when she does stuff like that that's really funny to me mm-hmm. and uh <laughs> fran they get to the contest and fran gives the wrong address and info to <laughs> pamela shipman who's that the, was funny <laughs> who's the gorgeous popular girl of of, of the class and uh uh she says i'm from humana records yeah. 
And and Mockingbird Lane and after yeah. Herman and Lily. <laughs> yes. That was funny. Yeah. And so Maggie kind of is like, come on, go enter the contest as a goof. And so Fran does, and she wins the contest. And <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't, I, even as a celebrity, I would not want to kiss that would be weird to me Ooh. i stand next to you get a picture with yes all that's fine but kiss i don't know and billy ray okay <laughs> <laughs> was billy ray cyrus like i know he was popular but was he popular with teenage girls i mean maybe i, I was older i don't know um, achy breaky heart got to uh, got to the girls oh my goodness and achy when was that a 92 was a breaky heart got that mullet though I'm like, oh my gosh <laughs> oh my goodness such an aphrodisiac that mullet i guess <laughs> it's just a turn on evidently to these <laughs> girls fortunately it's making somewhat of a comeback in fashion which i cannot understand at all uh, but i can't oh understand anything goodness. from the 90s coming back no <laughs> oh, but mullets just never was a thing come on people what is yeah. going on with the mullet yeah. uh so yeah that's when this is when fran says to mr you're such a man sometimes <laughs> and because he's like how did you win the kissing contest and and she says oh just because i won doesn't mean i'm gonna do it and uh <laughs> and then he said because he's like uh, there is absolutely no way that you could have beaten all these young girls at the kissing contest. She's like, oh, yeah? <laughs> and she gives them a kiss, and it is quite the kiss. What yep. What did you think of the, the kiss, Colleen? Oh, it was quite good. I really yeah. enjoyed it. I actually almost <laughs> rewound it. If I had had more time, I would have rewound it and watched a few more times, but yeah. I didn't have the time. There was rewind. There was rewinding going on here. This is one of my favorite. I love this moment, and I'm sure, like in modern eyes, people are like he didn't consent to being kissed or whatever. But like, this is their fourth kiss. This is not the first time, and uh, and I I just love it. I think it's so fun. And and then she's just like, sorry, I had to be rough with you. You had to learn. Yeah, that was that was my favorite part. <laughs> But you had to learn. <laughs> and I also did love when he was like, Man, do you won the contest? And she's like, Well, if you call if you want to call it a contest. <laughs> yeah, so good. And I I love the uh and she says, I thought you were off the sweets. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, thank me. Look. Uh, and well, I, here's here's my here's something weird for me is especially when it comes to something like kissing I, I mean i know that you know you're doing it for image reasons and it's for the mm -hmm. album cover for like modeling but just is such a weird notion that somebody who's older there's no way that they could win the kissing content you know <laughs> there's no way they could be a better kisser than these attractive young girls you know it's like uh no they probably are <laughs> like it's 
when it comes to looks or whatever you want to say, image-wise, whatever, but when it comes to stuff like a kissing, I would think one has a lot more practice to, to get good at it. So right. it's just That's such true. an outrageous a notion that Fran could beat Maggie. <laughs> I mean, and you don't have to pick a minor like Maggie either, which would probably not be good, but you could pick someone in their 20s to win. Mm-hmm. Right? You know, like, you know what, uh, I, I mean, I think picking a 16-year-old would not be a good idea, but I guess they were allowed to enter, so I guess they didn't think anything yeah. of it, but I, I would have thought something of it. Even something in your 20s is still kind of age-appropriate for George, or not George Michael, sorry. Uh. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm, uh, Billy Ray. George, yeah, Billy yeah. Ray, that one. And I, Billy Ray, yeah. I, I, I don't know if it was Val who said this, but it if Emily Bronte married you, she'd be Brontosaurus. Oh my gosh. That, laugh. that was stupid, but that made me laugh. And and Val with her country western dress was Oh, oh my, my gosh. Is this too much? <laughs> uh, and uh, she's he Mr. Shovel says, I I wish my hands were wrapped around a tall logger. And Fran says, oh a God. logger? Did the kids <laughs> know you're considering an alternate lifestyle? <laughs> I can't shake it. Yeah, I can't shake the image of you with Brawny. Uh, <laughs> yeah, with Paul Bunyan in a Paul Bunyan, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was really good. And so Fran finds out that she was picked because she's an old broad, according to Billy Ray's manager. Where he's like, why did I hire you? Like, what? Like, Let me just I... say, especially uh, as much uh, I I get that you feel bad for Maggie. Fran is a better person than me, though. As soon as they said that Barbara Streisand uh, Grammy yeah. party, I was like, "Listen, Maggie will get over." It. <laughs> I mean, and especially if you go and you tell her, "Look, they picked me because they needed somebody for Billy Ray to look youthful next to." uh you know i was like okay this is too much i was you didn't need to give up the contest yeah you that's fair went, you should have went to the grammy party friend meet your <laughs> idol yeah no that's true and uh she i guess i mean she would end up you know mr sheffield saying i can't have my nanny kissing uh, kissing uh, oh billy cyrus on an album but they probably could have worked it out. That's yeah. that's true. That's true. But I love. I just think the whole scene with her with that turkey leg is oh hilarious. That was funny. Yes. And kept, she kept eating. <laughs> yeah, and she like puts it in her pocket at one point and then pulls it out, <laughs> and she's got like a fluff on it. She, I don't know. That whole scene is so funny to me. And then <laughs> I, when... You made him look young. I made him look old. <laughs> you no, know, I just looked it up. She's four years older than him in real life. I mean, oh, really? Old. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, and and I I love when Maggie says, "What are you? 32, 34? You better be talking about my bra size." Uh, <laughs> I did funny. love when CC enters and <laughs> yeah. uh she's talking and obviously she finds out why 
uh, friend <laughs> was chosen and like runs over to Mr. Yeah. Sheffield's office. That was funny. But I do love her. Just under all that makeup, you don't know how old she could be. She could be as old as me. She, uh, yeah, she could be your age. And she's like, yeah, yeah she could be for oh, not. <laughs> <laughs> and she says, he says, uh, is she 29? And then Cece says, to what power? <laughs> yes. Yeah, Cece had some good, good. <laughs> I did also love her being like, you just, my mental health is a game to you. And he's like, rack them up. Let's play again. <laughs> <laughs> but we also, we do get our first Cece and Niles kiss in this episode, we too. Do. Yeah. Yeah. That was cute. Some people that are, that. Was it as bad for you as it was for me? <laughs> She's just standing. See, the, no, I don't take what Fran did. I don't know, but every time Cece goes for it, it does feel predatory. <laughs> Maybe it's just because there isn't that chemistry at all. Yeah. But the time she did it, when he was literally drugged, <laughs> and yeah. she kissed him to pretend she was his wife, and then this time too, I'm like, Cece, <laughs> no, not okay, Cece. But Fran gets a pass for me. <laughs> yeah yeah niles ends up getting cc's kiss and uh you know that's that is a recurring uh you know plot line that they end up developing i do love that she just like stands there stunned for like the entire rest of the scene just like <laughs> unable to move i also like later i mean earlier when uh she she says to niles tell me or i'll just die she, he says you, you say that but then you never do yeah. <laughs> you say it but you don't mean it yeah oh my and i i love that whole scene with fran and maxwell uh, in her room with mm -hmm. she's trying to hide the pizza yeah. and them just talking and and she ends up giving him the kiss on the forehead and she's like it's good to know i still got it I, that scene was so cute it was yeah, cute. it was really I good <laughs> see and that's that's the scene that makes you feel better too because clearly he was receptive to it right yeah then. you know like he's yep. receptive to the kisses even when he's not really expecting it right yeah oh yeah he was all ready to go he was like, ready for that second forget kiss. the consequences about it yeah he was ready at the end of this episode <laughs> such passion such abandon such i suction. mean when someone's like <laughs> suction when someone's a good kisser you know you yeah it's not so hard to go back oh my gosh well, she was like, yeah, that's why Danny used to call me his little dirt devil. I was like, oh, oh my well, gosh. That's a little weird. I was like, woo. Uh, again, kind of suggestive, but also right. I was a little taken aback too. I was I was right there with Maxwell to be like, oh, uh, cute, flattering, what in the world? <laughs> Horrible. Yeah, so weird. cute. Yuck. I just love the two of them so much. They have such a great dynamic yep. and uh, yeah. So the fashion for this one was pretty small. There, she's, uh, she wears this for like fluorescent pink, orange, and green striped shirt with these high waisted jeans. Ooh. Yeah, <laughs> <You're> yeah. <saying? laughs> they were definitely fluorescent. Was in ninety five. Well, that I mean, the jeans were just like that's the definition of a mom jean. What she had oh, on, yeah. This, then she she tucked it in, you know, of course, because it's like a long flowy satin shirt, long sleeve, and she tucked it in. I was just like, oh my gosh, those jeans are horrible yeah, <laughs> not even you can pull this off at all they're so unflattering 
yeah i don't know why anyone thought those jeans are a good idea but uh but yeah for most of the episode she's wearing a uh a it's kind of like a tube top type thing we've seen it on her before with little bobbles uh it's black and then there's like a um flower jacket that goes with it and a skirt and also has those little pearl things on it mm -hmm. yeah and then when she goes back to talk to billy ray she's wearing like a red and yellow checkered top and black cute i love the cute little black shorts that she's worn sometimes uh and um uh nylons and then she ends up with the in in the yellow robe with the white flowers and uh so i out of 10 what score would you give this one uh larry uh i think i'm gonna go with um, see this is this is one of those times you all might have talked me up a little bit on it (laughs) Uh, i think i'm gonna go with 7.5 i was gonna go seven but i'm gonna lean up to 7.5 all right what about you colleen Um, let's do, can I do, can I do something we haven't done? Eight, oh. two, five? Sure. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Hallmarkies thing. <laughs> um, it's, it's a good one, yeah. It's a really good one. I'm going to give it a nine. I love it. I think it's, it's really, really good. Uh, so there we go. Uh, <laughs> all right. Then we have Strange Bedfellows. And basically, in this episode, Fran goes to a retirement party for one of her friends, uh, Mona, that's a nanny that she meets with in the park. And she's retiring, and she gets completely schlockered at the retirement party and uh, because she starts to worry about what happens when the kids grow up, and then she's going to be kicked out of the house, and uh, nobody's going to be there for her. And so she ends up stumbling into Maxwell's room and uh, Niles finds her there in bed with Maxwell uh, in the middle of the night. He's a very strong sleeper, evidently. And <laughs> uh, they, we find out what uh, Fran and Maxwell's uh, after signals are, I guess you say. Uh, and uh, we find out that you know, Fran's really worried about that. And so that's kind of our setup for the episode. And uh, what did you think about, so this was your favorite. You liked this one better, Larry, than the I, the previous I one. I think it's just because I liked her friend. I thought she was really fun and funny. Uh, mm-hmm. what, what was her name in the episode? Yeah. Mona? Mona, played by Tyne yeah. Daly. Tyne Daly. Tyne Daly. I thought she was really fun and funny. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so it was just kind of her charisma, too, on top of I thought there was a lot of really fun moments with Fran here, too. Yes. Yeah, what do you think, Colleen? I, I thought Tyne Daly was fine, but she wasn't – she didn't – elevate the episode for me i like this episode but i thought fran's drunk was so spot on it was very good i'm just forgetting and blacking out and not knowing what you're doing i mean uh, falling into the bushes it was just very falling into the plants on the wall (laughs) yeah it was just very physical that part cracked me up that whole part was the best part in my view well, and Tyne Daly has been in so many shows. Uh-huh. She was on My Beloved Christy, 
show that that lasted only one season and she, literally at the end of the 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 finale she christy is there's there's the pastor that she's and then there's the uh there's the doctor and she's which one are you going to choose and cut end of end of series we didn't get to see it. i was just like what <laughs> It's like my so-called life. I still haven't found out 25 years later oh how old it is. They, they did a TV TV movie to like, because all of us were, were so in need of closure, but didn't have Kelly Martin or any of the other stars. It was just like, oh, that was, was the point? I, but I, you had to know. You had to watch it. I mean, well, oh true. my gosh. I guess I could, I, I, although like if they did my so-called life, which is the one similar story I could think of, because um, it was it was so good. I would want Jared Leto there. Like Jared Leto, I don't know if he would do it. You know? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, if he did, he so would devastated. probably do some weird interpretation of the character now. Exactly. And he, he would. would he would be like. <laughs> he would be so crazy now. Just <laughs> pressed. <laughs> but, but yeah, I I think uh, it's hard to get super invested in her story when you don't ever because we're invested in Fran and Maxwell obviously because we we see them both and we like them both and you know like it, it's a little bit harder to get invested in Mona's story because we haven't spent any time with her mm-hmm. we don't really you know so her sort of feeling bad about her boss and you know and in love with her boss and stuff like it's kind of a little on the nose I think yeah, I think it just works as a fun reflection for yeah. Fran, Fran to see. Uh, but I just They're think fun. that that she she was funny on her own. Like I, I just liked her presence. Mm-hmm. I actually wish she had maybe been in more episodes because I liked her presence mm-hmm. on the screen. But yeah, yeah. And so uh, uh, the uh, uh, so yes, Fran's going to the retirement party, and Mona says that uh, that when the uh when your boss tells you to take the day off that that's the beginning of the end and mr sheffield comes in and says friend why don't you take the day off you've been doing such a good job <laughs> yeah and so fran gets drunk on pink squirrels which i had never heard of that drink me neither wow. <laughs> yeah and you see her doing the pulp fiction dance which would have just barely come out uh you know with um uh with Thurman, 94. Yeah. Yeah. The one uh, that Uma Thurman did, right? Evidently, uh, a pink squirrel. Yeah, a pink squirrel is a cocktail made of one ounce creme de nayo or one ounce creme de coco, one ounce heavy cream, <laughs> shake with ice and strain. It's a, it's a uh, cream heavy. <laughs> I mean, she would have had to drink like it a, a lot so of like it. A, a like lot. Wait. Yeah. It doesn't that even... is not alcohol heavy. She would have to like really be like throwing them back because <laughs> she was quite drunk. Uh, so it's like, oh girl, how yeah. many did you grab? The caloric intake alone. <laughs> yeah, it was originally served as an ice cream drink. Evidently. So would either yeah. of you ever bring a fake cake to a gathering? Oh yeah. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> But I don't have Fran's figure, so maybe that's I found that's it. The I did why. think it was so funny the way she threw it onto the ground. Yeah. 
And then, oh no, it's okay. No, and like start stomping on me. <laughs> yeah, grass yeah. and stuff. Yeah. No, because my yeah. friends would all be like, "We want to eat the cake." You'll <laughs> be mortified. I don't have any friends that are that fastidious about their figure. I'm afraid. Could you imagine? <laughs> Could you just? I mean, how embarrassing though if you brought like fake food and then yeah, people tried to eat it and you're just like ah, <laughs> grab it and run away. You know, I'm trying to think back to my catering days. Did we ever have any fake tears? I don't think we ever did. You know, where like it was a placeholder. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm trying to remember if there were any. I don't recall, but I wouldn't put it past some people. <laughs> I have heard of people doing it for wedding cakes. Yeah, uh, and then yeah. they'll just have the piece that they're slicing out. Yeah, be a little a little piece in the cake, and and then they just do sheet cakes for the serving. Uh, I've I've heard of that before, but just for you and your friends, uh, my friends would be like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> Oh no! Hey, that, that cake will be eaten. Not a single will go to waste. Even if I give it away, somebody will eat it. I know. I was yeah. like, it looks good too. So I would, I would, I would have wanted a piece of the cake. Right. <laughs> don't bring a fake cake to my gathering. You are not my friend anymore if you don't bring yeah. a cake. <laughs> So there is a continuity error in this, I guess you could say, in this episode where she's wearing this pretty skin-tight dress. We'll talk about the fashion in a second. But, and then all of a sudden she goes into Mr. Sheffield's closet and she stumbles out wearing this black slip. But that no way that was underneath that dress. Uh, and so either Mr. Sheffield happened to have that slip in his closet or... <laughs> Or they just decided to go with it. And, uh, oh, um, you're right. I didn't yeah. really think much of it, but you're right. Yeah. yeah. And I, I didn't like when Cece comes in at first and tells us, what are you doing here? The sun is up. Oh, yes. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and mm-hmm. so then you have Niles finding them in bed together and uh cc <laughs> ends up insisting it's her birthday poor thing and she, she insists upon taking the the tea up there and <laughs> uh and so she's you know freaking out or whatever when she sees them and <laughs> uh and they say we haven't done anything yet uh have we and fran says that her ears always itch after and Mr. Sheffield sings Georgie Girl, which is awfully, <laughs> awfully specific. No. That song. <laughs> I would think you would just be singing or maybe. Yeah, yeah just a tune that you like, happy to. <laughs> yeah, Georgie Girl. <laughs> and uh, and I, I liked when Maxwell says, uh, what do I need to, uh, what do I, what do I need? I'm standing here with Liz Smith, who's a gossip. She's a famous tabloid mm-hmm. person. That's oh. funny. And, and yeah, and then we find out Mona is getting married to her boss. Everything is turning out. And uh, then there's a little sequence where Fran thinks that Maxwell might be proposing, but he actually is just buying her a condo. <laughs> and uh, so she did like that she accepted the gift. Yeah. <laughs> She's yeah, like, yeah. oh, yeah, actually, I am good. Thank you. He <laughs> <laughs> just would have to make sure it's a personal gift and not part of her salary because that would be very expensive to pay taxes on. Yes. 
I did love when she was like <laughs> in his room when she does go to the closet and she's like, I better get rid of all of these pantsuits, damn Annie Hall. <laughs> yeah, we that also was a funny joke. Yeah, we also got a uh, a line from Niles where he's like, "Please work with me, sir," you know, yeah. and he's like, "This is gonna take forever." I know. <laughs> so <our> little, <laughs> the relationship is gonna take a long time, but. uh yeah then we have his fashion uh, she starts out with a pink suit with i think it was blue flowers it was a little hard to tell what yeah, the blue things so. were they almost look like fish to me and for a like, second that guy was like they were I so sparkly eyes? i was because they were so sparkly too that i was like are they like fish it was it, even when it got up close i was like what is it? is it flowers because they were a weird shape and i almost got this... turtle too like i don't know i i guess i was just seeing <laughs> sea creatures i was seeing fish and sea turtles <laughs> on that on that jacket <laughs> i saw flowers so yeah maybe it's somewhere in the middle oh, yeah, maybe it was flowers know. and the sparkly just another... made me for a second i thought it was aliens i don't know what it was it was blue <laughs> I think it was flowers. It's whatever you make it. Yeah. <laughs> and it had a blue shirt and she was wearing no nylons in that, uh, which is unusual. It was, it was just uh, bare skin. Uh, and then she had this yellow sparkly evening dress with a black lining and had kind of a halter top. Uh, and uh, what did you think of this dress? This first Fran evening wear? No turtleneck. No turtleneck. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was cute. Mm-hmm. I didn't love it. I didn't love the color, and I didn't love the style, actually. I mean, I like the length, obviously, being a long dress, but something about the straps bothered me. I don't know mm-hmm. what it was. Maybe being it was the black and yellow. Like, now that, yeah, maybe. But also, now I think, of, oh, my gosh, she was trying to be like a bee. I'm kidding. <laughs> well, sometimes those... <laughs> Those kind of halter dresses, I think, can look a little bit like a swimsuit to me on the top. Yeah, and uh, and it can be a little too sportswear. Uh, where, and yeah. the, fabric was, the fabric was kind of strange. Yeah. Um, I mean, I liked it fine. It was fun enough. It was different. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, I, I tried to find out who the designer on that one is. I couldn't find it. So mm-hmm. assume it was maybe Todd Oldman or someone like that. But uh she's had better evening yeah, wear, oh yeah yeah uh looks but she does look good in bright colors i love her in bright in bright colors mm-hmm. uh so yeah and then she has the black slip and then the final outfit is a red and white checkered shirt red it's like a little red suit with a red jacket and red shorts and black nylons and uh, so that was her fashion so, uh, Larry, how many out of ten would you give this one? I think I also give this one a seven point five. They mm-hmm. were it wasn't a it wasn't a big difference for me. So they they were about on the same level for me. What about you, Colleen? I'm just gonna go a notch down. I'm gonna say eight or quarter notch because um, mm-hmm. the the drunk part, like I said, was so good. But some yeah. of the other stuff, yeah. Like I didn't love Mona, so but mm-hmm. the other stuff kind of went over for me. So. Yeah. Well, I'm going to give this, um, I'm going to give it a 7.5. It was fun enough. I enjoyed it. Uh, but, uh, but there was but no kiss. No kiss. <laughs> no kiss. Uh, so there we go. We finished it. We're almost done season two. We have some fun 
uh, things planned. We're, we'll do our episode ranking like we did for season one. Uh, after we, we only have two episodes left. So next week will just be two episodes. And then, uh, and then we'll have our ranking episode. And then we have some special stuff planned. And then we'll dive into season three, which is a pretty epic season of the show. It's, it's, so that's going to be really fun. And I'm excited. So let us know what you thought of each of these three episodes. If you're listening, we would love to hear your thoughts. It's been fun. We've been getting some more interest over on Twitter, Francast14. Uh, it's been a lot of fun having those good discussions. So make sure you're following us there. And Larry, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter as well as Instagram and YouTube, all at LC Screen Talk. Great. And Colleen? I am at on uh, Instagram and Twitter at L-E-L-E-44094. And our FranCast Instagram is FranCast1993. And we've been getting a good amount of followers over yes. the last couple of weeks. Make sure that you're following. It's really fun. <laughs> and you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. So please check that out. I'm doing my 250th family movie night recommendation is coming up, which is wow. pretty exciting. And, <laughs> yeah. awesome. and, uh, and make sure you're following the Hallmarkies podcast. We've got a lot of fun stuff coming up there as well. If you are a Sweet Magnolias fan, we have actor Dion Johnstone is going to be on the show and he's delightful. So check that out over at Hallmarkies podcast. So thanks so much, you guys. This is really fun. And uh, we will talk again next week. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.